You're listening to Authentically Switched On, a podcast that inspires young adults to cultivate their courage to be imperfect and vulnerable to pursue their passion, goals, and dreams. I'm your host, Grace Marora, and I'll be journeying with you, having authentic conversations, book reviews, journaling guides, and learning how to tie up our goals to our dreams. As we come to the end of our February theme, Love is the Only Way, we are going to explore relationships and all their dimensions. They are often agreed as resources and they can also be the source of our greatest regrets. Bishop T.D. Jakes once said, Whether you you are talking about relationships at home, relationships with your spouse, relationships in your job, in your church, in your friendships, it doesn't matter where. When we think of having a relationship with God, they go good because God is holy. He is not he's not a man that he should lie. He is perfect, forgiving, righteous, and loving. But when it comes to having a relationship with people, that's where issues arises. That's where chaos arises. And that's where the test is on to see what's the quality of your character and how to survive. And hopefully when you survive, um, how to thrive. I'm not going to take this on by myself, but I'm going to be joined by not only one guest, but a group of young adults who share their experiences when it comes to relationships, whether they are transformational or transactional. After all, our topic is a journey to transformational relationships. My name is Nkosi, and it's short for Nkosi Tandile, and my surname is Mkonazi. I'm a 26-year-old young man, originally from a small town called Bergville in KwaZulu-Natal. But I've basically lived in Joburg my whole life. I completed my entire primary, secondary, and tertiary schooling in Johannesburg, having graduated with a BSc in Mathematics and Economic Science from Wirtz University. Hence, I've grown quite fond of this vibrant and diverse city that I call home. I am a focused individual, positive-minded, and compassionate. Basically, that's me in a nutshell. Hi everyone, you are listening to Remo Abejima Tovela, aka Rems. Uh, Rem is a 26-year-old while turning 26 on the 24th of October. I'm a Scorpio, so I'm a very fierce lady. I'm a 26-year-old baby lady, a love of life, love talking. I read, I write, and I believe in just being happy no matter what you do. By profession, I'm a logistic coordinator. And I, with, I withhold a BTEC in logistics management. And I love wine, dry red wine. <laughs> yes, guys, I'm a happy person. Yeah, that's, a, that's about it. My name is Motlajo Mokwele. I come from the township of Bochum in Limpo. Um, I'm currently a civil engineering graduate intern at the Department of Human Settlement, Water and Sanitation. And I'm also doing my master's in structural engineering with UJ. So, yeah, that's basically what my life is about. Yes. And what? Well, as you said, I'm Tsiho Fato, Tsiho, Mokabani, 
um well born and bred Kosoweto, you know but like we then moved to the burbs because you know how the parents when they make it they're trying to give us a better life <laughs> so yes, moved to the yes. burbs. varsity was university of pretoria um and currently i'm in the pharmaceutical industry so i'm a medical executive or medical sales rep to make it yeah easier for everyone to understand i guess so yeah i'm just a ball mm-hmm. of energy You'll hear throughout the conversation, <laughs> all of energy. I just like laughing and I'm a foodie, yeah. like I'm a big foodie. So yeah, that's basically me in a nutshell. Mm, so what really motivates you? What motivates you being in the city of lights, a city of gold? What motivates you? <laughs> okay, so my main motivation in life is the desire to be a better version of myself. Um, basically, I aim to fulfill a bigger purpose in this lifetime, be it professionally, spiritually, or socially. This entails me pushing my boundaries and constantly seeking to improve on myself. For me, learning is an everyday experience. Mm. So do you have a mantra or motto? If so, what is your mantra or motto? I have a couple of them, but I would say my main motto is success occurs when opportunity meets preparation. I remember I adopted this motto back in high school. Um, It has always kept me going, no matter how tough the journey may be. I mean, you'll never know when opportunity might come knocking. You can... It can come knocking when you least expect it. So preparation uh, is essential in that case. I've always found it so difficult to try and understand what a purpose of life really is, right? And then I actually kind of discovered this last year. Mm. Somehow last year, being that I'm a person who always uploads status messages of motivation to people and people always come to me asking for help you know and then I figured and then also revert back to me that you know what drama this really had helped me you made me smile you made me feel better and you know and it's a thing Mm. of knowing that I can wake up each and every day being able to give someone else hope being able to be sunlight into someone's life being able to just be a light and a spark of hope into someone's life and always trying to to remind them that you know what you are worth it you're enough so it's Mm. it's a matter of being there for people around me and always reminding them that you know what you're bigger than whatever that is facing you so that's what that's what really motivates me that you know what I am the light in people's lives so having Mm. having having to just wake up and be a light and yeah and my 2020 mantra. This is my 2020 mantra. My ultimate goal is to be at peace with myself by unlearning all negative and harmful patterns and thought patterns to create a space for myself that is nurturing for growth so that I may generate the love I deserve for myself. Uh. Yes, I actually do have. Um, there's a quote by Napoleon mm. Hill that says, what the mind of a man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. 
I, I actually came across this quote for the first time a couple of years while I was still in school. Um, I got, I got, I got a birthday gift, which was a book that has a couple of quotes inside. And this stood out for me because uh, over the years, I actually came to, to, to come across this quote over and over again. And I, I, I've realized that there's many times where I wanted to do something or when I came across challenges, uh, but I was still telling myself that this is what I want to do. I believe that I can do it. In some cases, I didn't even know how I'm going to, um, how I'm going to get it done, how I'm going to survive maybe at school or whatever the case may be. But for some reason, eventually things just fall into place and, 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 and things work yeah. out. So that for me, I've, you know what motivates me is seeing people happy and healthy and healthy in terms of physical, mental, emotional, you know, spiritual, spiritually healthy. Just the health aspect of a human being in good shape is what motivates me and me positively impacting that health aspect of it also just motivates me and seeing people just, you know, thriving from that positivity as well. So. That's what keeps me going, just seeing people doing well when it comes to their health in all aspects. I don't, but all I, I, I believe in is is happiness, you know, just be happy mm-hmm. in all you do and all you say. There must be happiness and positivity instilled in it. So just happiness, I guess, and positivity is just the, 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 the way I, I try to live life, so to say, and try to motivate people to be happy and to be positive. And it will affect everything yeah. in your life. Mm. Um, as we get into our topic, um, there are, there's no one person in this world that is not affected by relationships, whether they want yeah. to be in it or not. We deal with people or we deal with relations every day. And the unfortunate part is that we don't go to school for it. We don't get taught yeah. in, in school. And um, even at home, it's so rare, or even at church, that they teach those things. So, And most of the idea of relationships are picked up from how we grow up. And sometimes those are not the best role models out of, uh, I mean, when it comes to relationships. Just to pick your mind before yeah. we get into it. What has relationship taught you in life thus far? Whether it's a relationship with your parents, with your siblings, with your friends, or a relationship at work or at church. Have you, have they taught you something thus thus far? Um, That's a very uh, excellent question, in fact. Basically, relationships have taught me that they can either make you or break you. Mm. who you choose to associate yourself with uh, means them helping you grow, building you, motivating you, nurturing you, uh, watering you, um, and basically encouraging you um, to get through this maze we call life. Or it means the difference between that and them basically breaking you and being the cause of your misery. Mm. So... You, you touched on um, uh, uh, be it a relationship with your family, be it friendships or personal relationships. Um, personal story, I, 
I grew up in a family of uh, five kids in total. Mm. Um, we were raised by our mother. Our father wasn't always there. Um, he was on and off, and um, uh, but unfortunately, he passed on a few years ago. So growing up, I never had that father figure, but I never let that stand in my way of achieving what I've always wanted to achieve. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, my sister is basically, oh, by the way, I'm the only boy at home. Oh, like- so for me, um, that source of motivation, that source of support and encouragement came in the form of my sisters, you understand? Mm-hmm. Came in the form of my sisters and my mother. And I never let my absent father define me. I never let um, him being away or not being around um, basically hinder me from uh, being uh, a greater individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never let it stand in the way of me achieving uh, this greatness that I seek. So, yeah. To just keep it short and sweet, I'm going to say that relationships taught me that if we're not in it together, it's never going to be a relationship. Being it we are friends, being it you're my mom, being it we're an, you're my aunt, if we're not in it together, if you're not, we are both not bringing the basic things that I needed in a relationship, it will never work. Being at being respect, if you don't respect me, how am I supposed to respect you? If there's no trust between the both of us, how will it ever work? So that's what I can say what relationships are. Mm. If both within the same mindset, it's a two-way stream. It's not a one-way stream. So to make a relationship, it needs two people. And if another person is not, we could never relate to actually form Mm. so um yes yes they've taught they've taught me basically to be first we need to be honest with each other what our intentions are whether it's with friends whether it's with family like you said whether it's a romantic relationship once you get into this relationship you need to be clear what the intentions are and the most important thing about what it's taught me is communication is a very important key uh, element of a relationship that once you communicate and you're good with communication in a relationship I mean your relationships are going to soar like to higher limits if I can put it that way they're going to be on a good 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 uh, path or they're going to be positive so to say so communication or relationships have taught me that communication is a key element um, in all aspects of your relationships all different relationships so to say and getting into our topic a lot of people love the idea of something but are not ready for change or transformation that comes with it they buy it they buy into the glitz and glamour that comes with it but not the reality that comes with it these people attach themselves to the end results not just not the process how do you come to the realization that you need to differentiate this type of people um, well, firstly, um, I learned from a young age that one must work in order to achieve what you desire. Mm. Positive yields come from hard work, effort, and constant determination. Comfortability is the enemy of greatness, in my opinion. Mm. I don't allow a temporary situation or change determine the overall permanent outcome. 
I am one who believes that we should go through the sometimes painful and uncomfortable process in order to achieve the desired results. If the, po- if the process calls for you to make adjustments in your life, then do just that. Let the stages of that process it's a transformation journey. Sometimes we have to take a leap of faith and dive into the unknown with the belief that we will be rewarded at the end. It is such a process that shapes us and molds us into great individuals. Over and above that, there is a great sense of satisfaction seeing all your hard work pay off. And what do you do when you battle in your mind about the relationship that you know has a strong bond, but there's been a lot of mistakes and transitions that has led to breakups happening? Do you keep fighting because you love them or do you let go and give up all the way? Um, uh, you know, that's a very interesting uh, uh, question. I think all of us uh, have a certain amount of fights in us. And like any other situation in life, um, I think an assessment of your overall happiness is important. I'm a firm believer that you are what you constantly do. If I share a strong bond with you, yet you have continuously proven to be unreliable or untrustworthy to a certain extent, or be absent in times of need, then to me, it is simply clear that our relationship is based on nothing more than the bond we share. It is for this reason that I feel like one should let go in order to protect your peace and spirit. I don't think you should remain unhappy in a relationship solely because you love that person. I believe love should be accompanied by actions which seek to add value to both parties. Let's build one another. Let us nurture one another. And let us communicate in order to make it work. Mm -hmm. Yes, mistakes will emerge here and there, but the essential part is to learn from them in order to pave the way forward. It is thus important to put in the effort in a relationship and accept it if it doesn't work. Mm, I... Relationship not working out, just, just simply, sorry. No, you can continue. Okay. Um, a relationship not working out just simply means that that particular relationship has served its purpose. As painful mm. as letting go can be, it is vital for sometimes. Mm. And like, uh, I like the fact that you are mentioning acceptance. Most of the us, we struggle with acceptance and we struggle with letting things be the way that they are. That's why we tend to go back and hinder ourselves with what, with questions like what it could have been, what it should have been. Whereas the present moment is definitely showing that you need to accept it for what it is and it has served its purpose, it's time to let go. So some people don't understand. Yeah. So some people don't understand great relationships. When they have them, they don't know how to nurture them or even nourish them because they are so used to toxic relationships. So what is the process of great relationships? And what is it that can make people understand they they are stewards of great relationships? Well, uh, in answering those questions, I discovered that there are a number of um, uh, aspects um, which form part of the building process of a great relationship. Mm. But I summarize them into the following. So number one, uh, as cliche as it may sound, communication. Um, I believe this is the most important aspect. 
let your feelings be known. Mm-hmm. Ask questions. Listen attentively. Speak uh, truthfully and be honest at all times. Um, the second one would be compromise. Understanding that we are different, but those differences can work in harmony. Um, this shows that we have a common goal in mind, irrespective of those differences. Third one would be respect. Value one another's beliefs and opinions and love one another for, for who you are as a person. This allows one to be comfortable in setting boundaries and confident enough to know that they will be respected. Um, the fourth one is taking responsibility. So owning your actions and words, playing your part in ensuring that intentions are clearly understood. Um, the fifth and final one in my list Uh, would be constructive or healthy conflict. (laughs) Mm. I think as humans, we we tend to let conflict uh, break break us, and it shouldn't be like that. Uh, Why don't we openly and respectfully discuss issues and um, confront disagreements in a non-judgmental way? Over and above this, learning from those mistakes is key to a great relationship. So... These aspects, I believe, can foster a great and healthy relationship. A relationship is not, as I said earlier, it's not just about love, mm-hmm. but a combination of other things working in unison to ensure that that relationship um, works as smoothly as possible. So when it comes to relationships, the law of selective says you can't be friends with everyone. How do you differentiate between parasites and real friends? <laughs> that that is very hard for me because I'm a natural lover. To put it into simple terms, I have a friend who always tells me that I fail to see people who are not genuine with me. And I don't see it because I always see people for the good that they are despite how another person may see them, right? Mm. So you you may be somewhere, somehow, but then I come as I am, as the good person that I am, with love, with happiness, to share laughter with you, to share smiles with you, to share what I'm supposed to share for this relationship or friendship to work. So that's my biggest weakness in life and within relationship. I never get to see the parasite within another person because I always see the goodness out of people, no matter what. Hence, it's also so hard for me to even drift away from people because I always hope to think that it will get better. You're going to be okay. You're going to talk to me again. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's so hard for me to notice that little parasite that keeps on eating each and every good thing in me until I'm actually left of nothing. Unless someone actually says, uh, Remo, like, really? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? This person doesn't care about you. Why are you wasting your time with this person? Why are you still friends with this person? Because they really don't care. They are using you. And I'm just like, ah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm being a good person. And it's funny how, right? Mm. When I'm unable to see such, I'll be able to see you them. Grace that <laughs> that grace, that person is not good for you. Mm. 
I am that person. I will not see a parasite in my life, but I'll see parasites in other people's lives that, uh-uh, Grace, that person is as a rat. They are eating you. They are eating your cheese. <laughs> Do you think that sometimes people want everybody to love them because they don't love themselves? Yes. Mm. Elaborate. Definitely, yes. Mm. You know, all throughout our lives, we're taught how to read, to write, to calculate, to build, theorize, study, and analyze life. We were taught how to say thank you, please, right? As well, that was unacceptable and unacceptable to others and society at large. But most of us were failed to be educated in one essential dimension of life, which is self-love. Hence, we hunted from other people. So people are now getting that love that they were not taught to build for themselves from other people because they don't know it. So you go fill up yourself with something that you don't have because you feel like that's what it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. You're not giving it to yourself. Hence, you go out elsewhere to look for that. So, yeah, we we really want everyone to love us. We, we always feel like each and every human being in this life, if they they love me and shower me with all compliments and that is love and sometimes people actually tell us what we need to hear Mm. it may not be love people treat us the way they'd want to treat us and within your eye you feel like that's that's how it's supposed to be so how do you then learn how to love yourself first i always tell myself this that i am love Love begins with me for me to share it with other people. Mm. If I am not love, how am I going to give it to other people? Just as the analogy of the fact that how can an empty cup be used to quench the the thirst of another? Mm. It is impossible. I need to fill myself with that love that I know I deserve and worthy of. First of all, I always teach myself to affirm in each and everything that I do that you are, I am. I always say the power of I am is the biggest manifestation that you can ever bring over your life. Because mm. what you say will become. We are constantly on an unbecoming process of being who we are therefore you are to be who you are not who they say you are that's how then I practice to to love myself in that way that I say I'm a dime I become that dime I say I'm a universe I become each and every planet that I am Mm. basically I then I then bring forth the love that is born within myself. Hence, I'm saying that, Remo, you are love. 
Mm. I teach myself, I teach myself to bring forth small ingredients within my life. Like when I, I, I talked about growth, that growth comes with certain ingredients in order to actually grow. Just like love. Mm. You, you keep on affirming of I am, I am, I am, I will, I can. And I even read the power of now. We read <laughs> the power of now. Mm. Right? Yeah. And Eckhart said, love is a state of being. Your love is not outside. It is deep within you. You can never lose it and it cannot leave you. It is not dependent on some other body, some external form. It is deep within you. And that's that. So often we forget that the journey matters. We think relationships are just a click or a like away. We forget that it took God seven days to create the world. Then why do we think we can create a relationship in seven minutes? So why does the journey of a relationship matter? Why does the journey of relationship matter? Before you're actually going to ask yourself or actually answer why does this journey of relationship matter? You need to ask yourself, why am I in that journey? You don't go into a journey before asking yourself in there. You first need to ask yourself, why am I in a relationship with grace? Why am I in a friendship with grace? Why am I sharing this relationship with whoever I'm sharing it with before we actually going to journey into it together. Because before you actually find the foundation of why you are going wherever you're going with that person, this is where people get lost. Mm. This is where we lose one another within the path of relationships. Because I don't know where I'm taking you. You don't know where you're taking me. So then reagai. It's it's funny then how then when we, we get into friendships and relationships and people think that it's weird when we ask people and ask them, why, why are you friends with me? Why, why, why do you love me? And sometimes people see it as an annoying thing that you you constantly looking for some sort of reassurance, which is needed. Because I need to know that going further within that journey, I'm still in the same thoughts as we have when we started this. We will not go forward when I'm not reassured as to where we're going. Mm. Tell me that why do you love me? Why are you with me? Then we will journey in this together. So then now we are in this journey together. Why does it then matter? for us to be journeying together in a relationship. This goes then back to the fact that as to how you answered me. You may answer me that, you know what, I'm friends with you because I get motivation from you. I draw strength from you, right? Mm. So as we journey together in that relationship, it being that I know that I will always 
pick up motivation from you each and every day of my life. As we journey in together, I know that if I'd ever hit bottom ground, then I know that Remo will pick me up as a friend. Mm-hmm. So the importance of journeying with relationship is finding the foundation of why you are there. Mm-hmm. It's so important is that why did you even start this relationship? Why are you going to pick someone up from wherever they are to drop them in the middle? Leave that person alone. Don't pick up people from where they are if you know that you are not going to go further with them within your journey. Hence, you need to ask yourself, why am I getting into this with who and who and who? Because I know that now I'm, a, I'm friends with you. I'll constantly need you in every aspect of my journey. Mm. Like we're reading Home of My Cheese. Within my maze, I don't want to find you in section C, in section B. Mm. So often we find that people approach you based on what's in, what's in it for them and never consider bringing anything regarding what's in it for you. We see it a lot at work, even with friendships and romantic relationships. People will give you what they're comfortable in giving than actually what you need. How do you then deal with this kind of friends? How do you put your needs across and not settle? Um, look, I think, I think every relationship that you have is meant to transform you in one way or mm. another. In each relationship, you will have a role that you play. You, you have some responsibility towards your friend, your partner, your colleagues. You, you just, before you decide that maybe that, that relationship is, is not working for you or before you, you, you think that your, your, your colleague is just not uh, bringing their, the best of themselves to the table. You you must be sure first that being the best friend, the best colleague, the best partner that you can possibly be to them. That's that's mm. yours to do. And if you do that, I think in that you are able to you are able to 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 realize if the problem lies with you if things are not working and maybe then you'll realize if um, you also like you, you'll get a true sense of exactly what is it that's going on in, in, in that relationship that you've got. Like you must, I think a lot of people get caught up in being in vigilators in relationships. They are, they are, they spend too much time, time trying to chasten is loving them the way they should if they respect them the way they should but you then on on benefiting from you being the best friend that you can possibly be to the next person i mean obviously there's there's you can benefit from you can you can benefit you can get the best out of these relationships by giving the best of what you've mm. got to offer yeah, that's when you get to learn. You learn how much you can actually, you, you learn how much of a good person you are. You learn 
how patient you are. You you get to realize how a lot of things about yourself. And I think that for me, that 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 for me is what is is what is, is what I would, I, would, I would focus on. Is what I focus on in in, in in relationships. So if 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 you are pulling your weight and things are just not working out, you can confidently, with a clear conscience, declare that whether this thing is working or it's not working. Mm. There are different stages in a relationship. What worked a year ago might not work in uh in this year. So how do we then take this? and teach or implement in our relationships? Um, you, you, you may actually, you may not, you may feel like you don't need something or someone now as you did mm. yesterday or last year. But that may be the time in which they actually need you the most. That's the time where you need to be present in that situation and avail yourself so that you can be needed. I think if, if, if you always look at it in the sense of what can I get out of this situation or whether you need that person or that thing at that time, that's, 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 that's the part where you're missing, uh, you're missing, being in a transformational relationship because now for you it's no longer uh, transformational. It's 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 what they call what says mm-hmm. transactional. So you're in it for what you can benefit. You don't allow yourself yourself to you don't allow other people to to benefit from you. You don't allow yourself to to be present uh, so that the the, the even if you're not necessarily benefiting in, in, in that present moment, because you don't know as time develops how, what the next person can do for you, how much you need them. And I mean, you don't always have to be the one that's benefiting with everything that's, that's going on. So if you can just allow yourself to be there and offer yourself, offer Offer yourself when you need it. Um, in that process, then you learn and grow from mm. that at least. Mm. So do you think the quantity of your relationships affect the quality of your relationships? I don't think so because, one, I'm a person who's got, if I can even say, <laughs> I've got a lot of friends and a lot of relationships. So the quantity, yes and no. Because, I mean, it mm-hmm. makes it sound like the more relationships you have, it could affect the type of relationships with, like, with the, the direct people. But I feel like you learn, like I said earlier, you learn from people. So, I mean, the more you have, the more you gain. Like, people are a source of information. They're a source mm-hmm. of energy. So, it, it can better you as well, having so many references, if I can put it that way, because, you know, I'm, a, I'm from a scientific background. So, I mean, having references and having people there they can better you in a, in a different sense where you can see life in a different perspective that from other people that you would have never thought of so i think yes and no but i go with the more the merrier you know <laughs> the more people the more relationships <laughs> the more, the more, the more, the more <laughs> yes 
Yeah, it's the, the mother of <laughs> So, um, after what you said, um, uh, I can say over the years, I find that I can be in a like people can be in healthy relationships with someone yes. that they don't trust because mm-hmm. it takes trust for someone to open up. Ever yes. found that? Uh, yeah, ever found that yet in your life? I have, um, especially mm. if I can say um, romantic relationships, but also remember that coming in, don't know the individual and once you, the relationship starts. So it's like starting on a clean slate and basically that clean mm-hmm. slate, you have all the trust on, you have the faith, you have the, the, the expectations on. And so as things happen and like maybe the negatives happen, that's when they start chipping away from from like the trust maybe or, or, or the loyalty. So I think we all start off with with on a clean slate. So the trust is there. It's already built on. It just a matter of happens in, in the, 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 the relationship that then chips away at, at you know, what's already on the table. Mm. So do you think people should end trust and demonstrate that uh, they are trustworthy. Of course. I mean, once it's broken, you know, <laughs> so they need to earn it again. <laughs> of mm. course. Because I mean, I came in here, I put, all, I invested so much in, 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 in this relationship, in this friendship, so to say. So when and then you go and you break it. So obviously it's your responsibility to come back and amend things and fix and, and, and build the trust again. It's your responsibility. So what happens to those friends who don't just um, believe that they are the ones that are in the wrong? Like, so how do you deal with them? Because I understand they need to come back and uh, and mm. your trust, but yes. usually they are those they that feel like, have I ever like, Never. Never. <laughs> so, so what do you do when you get yourself in those situations? And you know, that's true. I mean, we, 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 we we get people who are very, yeah, no, I'm not going to take responsibility. So I'm a very vocal person. Like if I feel you've done me wrong or I even feel I've done wrong, I will come to you and speak to you and say, listen, this, this, and this. And because I'm a very scientific and I tell people I'm a very analytical person. So I'll come with my points and I'll come with how Mm -hmm. I feel. Like, you know, justify not justify per se but bring the evidence so to say and then it's up to you to decide are you gonna give me evidence for you to say no you don't agree or you're just not going to agree because i mean communication like i said is an important thing between the Uh two of us we need to communicate or no this is how i feel that you've done are you going to communicate the same that you feel no um I don't agree with what you're saying because of this or this or this, or you're just going to say, I don't agree. And also what I do is I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very, um, Christianity is a big factor in my life. So I pray on these things as well. I, I, I ask God for guidance. Like, listen, I have a situation here and it's, it's weighing heavy on my heart. Please, please guide me. I'm going to do this, but guide me so that I say the right things. And, and it comes across as good intentions. Guide me. And if it's your will, let it be your will, Lord. If then the friendship then doesn't work out. I mean, I tried, you know. I <laughs> you can't force other kids. <laughs> we tried. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. mm. Yo, you know about the secrets that we keep. The secrets that we have Yo. been keeping since high 
girl. <laughs> yeah. You build Those and You? So, um, when it comes to secrets, they say secret places lead to secret mm. battles. Yes. And then... When we get to secret battles, we start drawing secret honeys. So this I've got I've taken it from the book of Samson and the lion, um, where Samson um, was fighting with the lion, but he ended up um, drawing the honey out of like mm. and the battle was not even about the honey, but he, because he went to the secret place that led to a secret battle, he ended mm. up finding his hand drawing in a rock. And then, so there's a lot of people who have been hurt in relationships because the next person has secret battles mm-hmm. or secret uh, struggles. And this secret end up uh, stealing the joy of or things they needed to give to somebody else. Yeah. So how do we regain the motivation to fix or mend relationships that were broken because of secrets that were kept from each other? I think it goes back to communication, 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 communication. Um, we need to talk, guys. We need to, we need to express ourselves. We need to, we need to draw information because I mean, I may be feeling something, but does the next person know what I'm feeling? And do mm. I expect them to know or they did me wrong without me even saying it? Yes, it may be an obvious thing, but also, how does the person feel? Do they do they take the, the the that what they did wrong to the same magnitude that you do? So you need to communicate with people when they do you wrong. You need to communicate mm-hmm. with people when they do you right too. So it's not just the one way. Communication is always all 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 different ways. And also another communication factor is include God in your communication angle as well. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to ask God for that journey and that guidance. I'm going to do this. I'm going to ask for this. I'm going to this person to speak about this and ask for this. God intervene type of a thing. So communication mm-hmm. for me is a very important thing then with that with that um aspect. So I mean <laughs> it just communication is basically that thread, you know. <laughs> that that that, mm. that that's that's that is in all these different beads that you know that encompass friendships and relationships. So mm-hmm. that's for me the biggest aspect uh we really learned a lot from you and thank you for sharing your light because most of the time we sit in our corners and think that our light is won't shine as brighter if you don't share them and it's in those discussions that we get to grow as individuals and we get to share some of the things that we know with others not saying that we have arrived or we have accomplished all those things in life but we are pressing on and we are encouraging one another by voicing out our opinions or by also sharing the light when it comes to different uh, i mean difficult um conversations that are not here we, we don't have in the our communities even at home because most of uh, our parents or how we were raised it's just that you need to know that there is relations there is an uncle there is all those things but sometimes you don't know how to communicate or even um teach them how to treat us or how to share the light so it was really nice thank you so much for your time so much for listening to our episode for more information follow us on instagram at authentically underscore switched on don't forget to subscribe favorite us review and share the episode with your loved ones leave us a comment as we would really love to hear from you 
Do you have a topic in mind that you would like us to discuss? Or are you interested or know of anyone who would love to be part of the show? Don't hesitate to contact us as we appreciate all creative ideas, authentic our young adults that not only grow the podcast but also grow our generation as a whole. Until next time, take care and God bless you. Don't forget to live your life authentically switched on. Bye-bye.